You ready then? Yeah. Give me the five fingers. <laughs> don't. Look, don't fuck. Are we recording now? Yeah. Okay. Five fingers. Well, that's four fingers and a thumb. I need the countdown of the five fingers. The countdown of the five fingers. Please give me the, f- the five finger countdown. <laughs> that's what they call it. Oh, Listen. I went to see Andrea the other day and she gave me a five finger countdown. <laughs> Paul, can I just give a little word a little word to the wise, yeah? I've worked in showbiz, yeah, a long time, yeah. yeah. And uh, don't try out new material on me, okay, when I'm trying to go on. Okay? Oh, okay. When I say five fingers, it means give me the countdown of the five fingers. Like everyone who's worked professionally for a long time. All right, like, okay. What did you say what your name was? Paul or something? Yeah, Paul, Paul Gannon. Fuck you! Give me the five fingers. I'll give you five fingers, mate. Right, give me the countdown. <laughs> right up your craggy backer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> craggy backer. Sorry, that's me doing word shit. You give me the five finger countdown up, up my craggy, craggy backer. backer. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that Hello. means. Hello, welcome to the Cheap, Cheap Show. Show. Hey, five, four. Hello, everybody. No, that, I was, that wasn't five. I don't give... It's a rough guide for me. It's not for me, though. It's, it's everything for me. I'm not doing this. I'm not playing this five, game anymore. Four. I don't play this three. game. Hello, everybody. Here it's Eli Silverman. Uh, welcome to Cheap Show. Here's Paul Gannon. He also does this show. And it's it's just like stuff that's cheap, you know, and like charity shops and stuff. Great. You are such a fucking flag waver for this podcast, aren't you? And we eat stuff. There's stuff we eat. Sometimes we talk about stuff that's happened I've got to a, us sometimes. Before we get into the show, I've got a plan. I've got a plot. I've got a thought. Mm-hmm. I think I know how to capture Tim. I saw him today coming in. Oh. I saw him again in Richmond coming in today. Did you? Yeah. He's going into Double H Smith's. He must live in Richmond. He must live nearby. I uh, think he so lives I've at got... the foot of the bridge where, so... where he was standing next to talking to his neighbour, that road down there. So I think we should kidnap him. Let's triangulate on Tim. No. Right, so no, here's no. the plan, right? Here's the plan. It's A or B. A is simple, right? We wait till we see him on the street and then we leave a trail of small, cute little toys. You know, like all this stuff on your shelf. We like, that wouldn't little, attract We leave a little trail out and he'll be like, ooh, ah, what a lovely little thing. Mm. And then he's picking them up like jelly beans and then he walks into a big box and we pull a stick out and the box comes yes. down and traps him. That's plan A. Plan B is a little bit more effort. We rent a hall space out mm. and we call ooh. it the Cheap Show Toy Fair, yeah. right? Mm. And we're looking for Toy Fair uh, people. It's a bit worn out, but it's lovely. Uh, uh, and he comes round. It's a bit worn out. It's, it's not, not working anymore. He, no, and then he comes into this fake toy convention we set up, right? And it's just us with a table. And, you want, and we go, do you want to see the good shit, Tim? It's around the back. And he goes, oh, ah, yes, lovely little thing. Mm, ah, yes. And he, we push just him out into the, va- into the van, oh, right? Not fun, not fun. Into, Tim in, into the Tim waiting in the taxi. Dark. Oh. And you cosh him with a big I sock. I cosh him? Yeah, with a sock full of snooker balls. Cosh him out. <laughs> right, we push him into the car. We drive. Well, then um, who do we ring? I haven't thought that far ahead. All I've thought so far is we just kidnapped Tim, the no, toy man. You, no, why? I it was thinking. Work. I, to be honest, Paul, yeah. I know I've held my tongue, but I didn't think that whole vein of an idea worked in last week's sort of Spring Easter Pagan episode. And I really don't think it's working now. Why it's not exciting me. Why won't, you, not, why won't you? You wouldn't give me the five-finger countdown. You had to put it in my craddock right. or something. Back cragger or something. <laughs> Listen, why won't you let me kidnap an old man? <laughs> if it's not Tim, can exactly. I just kidnap any old man, please? No, absolutely Come on, not. One. I just don't think. One. We'll keep him here for a bit. I don't think that's the direction. In terms of chat, light chat, which we basically try and do on this show, yeah, I don't think that's the way it should go. I'm feeling sober, focused. I have a little note before me. Stop banging on the table. Of things. All you've written is Jaffa Cakes. <laughs> it's not. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cheap Show. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse.
have to learn to fucking accept. Cheese show. go and I nuzzle. Writing down Jaffa Cakes does not count as being prepared and sober for this recording. Is that not the item that we will come with now? Answer! Shut up! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Comedy welcome Comedy Podcast. Welcome to the Comedy Cheap Show, where we go through the bargain bins, the charity Bombers. shops, and bazaars of Great Britain. And we pull out <laughs> the trash that Just we find amongst the... Tra- oh, f- <laughs> jumble sales. Jimble jumble sales, back craddock. Oh, right. look, it's a back craddock. This, I'm, I need to find... I'm not in the zone yet. I'm no, not no. in the zone. I'll do something. I'll put you in the zone. Yeah. Hello, I'm Marjorie Craddock, and this is my back passage jumble sale. That's really what you've got to <laughs> offer the show. Marjorie Craddock. She's a one. Laugh, I died. Marjorie Craddock. So, so far, this character is just you doing your voice. I'm the hype man for Marjorie Craddock. She's not actually going to appear. I'm doing a Why a don't all your characters start off by being backstage entities? You know what I mean? It's like the, one minute they're, they're, they're outside waiting to come in. And that's just so you can formulate in your head what they sound like, <laughs> what they do. Yeah, but what thing comes out of their front or back? That's what it comes down nothing. to with you. Nothing about She Marjorie. runs a show. Fanny Craddock didn't spring to mind when you thought about funny Marjorie names, Marjorie Craddock's got nothing to do with that. That's just her name. Marjorie Craddock. Is she related to Fanny Craddock? No, absolutely not. What does she's, Marjorie Craddock do? What has she got to offer? She's got a back a back passage yeah, Has she got parlor. a back passage pile up? Has she? Parlour. She has a parlour. She runs a decent parlour. She run, Is it a clean parlour? Yes, it's spotless and... There's there's machines Marjorie in there. Craddock's Back Passage Parlour is easily parlor. one of your worst creations. It's a machine parlour, and it has machines and curiosities. Fine, here comes Steve Breeze from my new prog band, Zoog's Flambe. Ah, uh, she's going to have to come out now. Hello? Right, so my character's got to come out then now. Yeah. Uh, Zeus von Bay, I'm so grateful you could come and visit my machine parlour. I'm Marjorie Craddock, I'm the proprietress of, of this establishment. Now, you will be treated like a lord, I love that number. What's it called again? You've put it out on a record, because you're the lead singer of Zeus von Bay. Brian... Nice. What's he called? Steve Breeze. Breeze. Hello, Mr. Breeze. Stop being loud. I don't like Marjorie. (laughs) Okay. I'll go. Bye. I've got machines. Uh, So, uh, Steve Breeze. Yes, I have. I'm Steve Breeze, I have. And oh, I was in Mr. The prog- Breeze, there you I was, are. I was in the prog... I hate this. I hate all of... Th- I'm not doing this. I've decided I'm not doing this. I quite like it. I don't like it. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this week, uh, we are going to do a little bit of a cheap te- cheap eats taste test. If I can fucking say sentences. A cheap eats taste test. Paul, bring it mini, on. A mini. Jaffa, Jaffa. Jaffa cake taste test. Jaffa. <laughs> Jaffa. Come on, mate. We've also got... I'm ready to eat Jaffa cakes. A nice Eli Silverman, which we've been talking about. Something that we've been looking got, forward to talking about. We've got a nice about. Eli Silverman. We've got a, no, no one told me don't. about this. <laughs> no one passed this by me. We have a nice Silverman. There's platter. a good universe Eli Silverman coming in. Is he there? doesn't exist. And if, Ooh. And if he does, I don't want to know him. Oh, you like it dirty. I like dirty. You like, like it grungy. I like dirty, dirty boys. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are in the House of Pickles again. 
Yes. Uh, we were out and about last week, but we're in the House of Pickles again. I'm just trying to see if there are any... Don't worry any about... Any opening remarks about the state of the House of Pickles. Is there pickle waters? There is pickle waters. Are there extra sauces? Yes, there are extra sauces. Is there a whole jar of pickle that went unmentioned last week? Lime pickle? Yes, there is. And I sniffed it. I sniffed it on the Patreon pod. I'm going to sniff it now, Paul. This is what this is what happens. Is this what you're going to do? You're going to repeat oh, the Patreon pod stuff then? Because you've run out of... Someone... Um, someone on Twitter yes. said we should do soy sauces. And do you know what, Paul? It struck me when I saw that tweet. Yes, we fucking should. The source report needs to cover the most basic of all sources, soy sauces. I don't know how you want to fit that in in, in some kind of soon, soon-come soon episode. Well, maybe Paul, we can fit it into Marjorie Craddock's backdoor parlour. Does she have a soy sauce machine in there? Yes, yeah, she's got a sauce machine. Jenna, she's got all sorts of machines. She's got a magical... Paul, I've seen it. Marjorie seen Craddock's it. magical sauce machine. I've seen it back there. Yeah. Ooh, she's got bells and whistles. Laugh, I died. She... What? Why are you saying that? <laughs> What's that mean? In this context, what does that mean? I laughed at her machine. That's I looked at her machine. It's weird. It's very phallic, isn't it? Oh, is it? It's a, oh, it's a fuck machine. Is this the level? <laughs> is this the level of it? I literally said that to get a reaction out of you. I was, I was maybe I'm trying to do something idea. magical to, to transport our listeners away for a few short moments, you know, with Marjorie and her Victorian-esque machine shop do you know hey do you know when we were trying to record the patreon pod and i forgot to record the first thing and no i can see my voice going up and down i was wishing i'd done that again right now that's the difference i'm wishing i'd forgotten to record this opening salvo of yours with your kaleidoscope of wisdom and whimsy floating into the podcast like an unwanted fart well Let's just crack The House of Pickles has got a sweat on. You're this room. Musty old house. This is like... Musty old house. It's got a smell and it's got a louse. Come off my head, a louse. Is this sober Eli? (laughs) Because sober Eli is exactly the same as pissed (laughs) Eli, which is exactly the same as drugged Eli. No, it's not. Which is exactly the same as bereft of inspiration, Eli. I am not bereft of inspiration. You're bereft of belief in me, and you lost it a long time ago, Paul. I've lost it exactly five and a half years. Believe, that's what I'm saying. Do believe. You believe in Eli Silverman. <laughs> what else was I going to talk about? Well, I was going to talk about soy something sauce. as well. Just say yes or no, soy sauce going forward. Yes. Thank you. I didn't Thank disagree yes. with that. I just didn't no, see the tweet. Everyone around the world who listens to the cheap shows has gone, yes, soy sauce can I, can I put a suggestion in the in? report. I shouldn't drink so much coffee before we start Fucking recording. Fucking no shit. <laughs> I'd rather you be pissed. Oh, I'd rather you were dead. Can I just suggest something for the sauce? <laughs> I'm missing. I'm moving on. Um... Uh, can I mention? Can I just say? What? Can I just say? If we do with the segment of the sauce, uh, soy sauce, say, say, sauce say, I have a an idea of how to present it, and it's called "Soy to the World." <laughs> da, 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 da. All the boys and girls. No, you've really ruined my mood now. Have I? Yeah. You've ruined. Uh, you know what? We've both Ooh. turned very salty in the past five minutes. <laughs> we were kissing and cuddling outside. We were not looking forward to doing the pod. Pass the Jaffa cakes over. That's what we're doing in this intro bit. Pass the Jaffa cakes over on the left-hand side. Pass, did you say pass the Jaffa on the left-hand side? It scans better for a fucking start. <laughs> the Jaffa cakes. No. You're so musically defunct. For a man who likes music so much, you have I actually... never claimed to be a musician. No. I never claimed to be. You did. It was... But you've heard so many songs in your time, heard so many of the familiar hooks and leaf motifs. <laughs> And, and lead me cheats. Oh fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jaffa Ow. cakes then. Ooh, actual violence. 
actual violence on the podcast. Just eat he slammed some Jaffa those. Cakes. Paul, I'm stinging still from the impact of that packet of Jaffa cakes on my elbow and lower abdomen. Why do you report it to okay, HR? I then? fucking will. All right, I'm right, HR. I'm going up there now. Hello. Hello. What's your name? My name's Paul Gannon. <laughs> I've got an HR complaint. Yeah, good. I am you, charge of HR. It was you. You threw shit at me. Yeah. yeah Can right. I look at the uh, br- br- uh, bruise or whatever? Do you have a bruise on yes. you? Yes. Do you? Show yeah. me. Can you show me any? I don't see anything. Look at that mark there. Yeah, I don't see anything. No. Oh, I, I see We're something. just going to put this up I'll to... Get my uh, phone out. We're just going to put this up to Paul being very stressed at the moment. And so he's just, you know, he needs I to let it go. I just wanted to say actual violence occurred. Well, as, as long as I've made a report, it's fine. I'm fine. I've, I still want to work here. I've made a report. I still want to work here. Uh, yeah. But it won't go any further than this, right, this conversation, all right? I still want to work here. I just wanted to say. Well, we'll see. These are... You've got, a, uh, you've got a p- potential promotion coming up soon. And this, you know... Promotion to what? Well... Uh, main host. Main host. Main host. Main host. I've been, I had my eye on it. I mean, we were thinking of calling this Eli Silverman's cheap show. Oh. But then I also thought about putting a pin in my fucking <laughs> dick. Fucking shut so, up. I'm slamming the door. And I'm walking back down the hallway. Well, I'm going to put this in the file. Anger issues. Eli Silverman typing it up. File that away. Okay. Can we do that, the That really now? affected your promotion, that has. That angry outburst. Dear, oh dear. Anyway, that's me HR over. Now you can go back to Paul Gannon, co-host. <sighs> I already how did you How did your HR appointment go? It was shit. He was a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> right. These are my I've fitties. had problems with him as well. Because I've gone, I've gone t- with him well, privately. You should, you should really have a word. You should sit down and he have a word in, with he him. He fucking puts it on Twitter. Ha ha ha! I just spoke to Paul. <laughs> Paul, shut up. It's hemorrhoids flaring up again. You, you, you do it to yourself. So I have to. I'm having a half of these. these oh yeah, Jaffa, Jaffa cakes. They're special edition Jaffa cakes, which are going all the rage at the moment, aren't they? They're bringing out like a seemingly limited flavour all the time. That Jaffa cakes don't have to be orange. It's because of our backward, limited seventies world of British foodstuffs. You know, we there's those Edelweiss Polish ones. <laughs> Edelweiss Polish ones. Not Edelweiss, E. Weissminster or something it's called. Okay, but there's a Polish brand of Jaffa-type cakes. And they have raspberries. They've got all these lovely jam flavours. Yeah, but everyone we've ones. tried have been really... I like them. I like on raspberries sa- ones. Also, they- on Jaffa cakes, uh, the other day I had Lidl, I believe, Jaffa cakes. And yes. I'd say they're much nicer than McVitie's ones. We're going to have to try them out then. They're much fruitier. The ratio of, of just, biscuit cake to fruit. Do I just I mean? want this to be I the am. last Jaffa cake thing we do in a while. It feels like Jaffa is, is a common occurrence on this show are you saying we've we've outgrown jaffa cakes we've a, out a, we're, all i'm saying they smell is that, like jaffa cakes yeah right? we don't need to i'm just saying half. that we don't really need to no, make I this agree. a jaffa they cake based me. program they bore me jaffa cakes bore me so much there's you know? jaffa cakes and then this there's everything strawberry. else it's gonna be bullshit. let me have a sniff yeah it's got that similar tang that uh jaffa cakes have yeah right here we go there's a sort of ice creamy strawberry underneath to the naked eye it looks just like a regular common or garden Jaffa cake. McVitie's Jaffa cake. But I'm telling you, they're much slimmer, these little ones. And nah, it's just nicer. about the same. Oh, the little ones are smaller. Mm. Okay, all right. There's more... Better ratio of chocolate to... better ratio. Oh, we'll have to give them a go. Those are shit. Let's taste Oh, God. Do you know what I mean? I'm not getting anything. What's wrong with that? There's no strawberry flavour. There's no nothing. There's a hole where the orange flavour would be. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't even tell. If that would just been given to me and someone said, eat it, I would just be like... strawberry, could you? I would just say that tastes like a knockoff Jaffa cake. It really doesn't taste like strawberry at all. No. Weird. Because even the ones we had in the past that I haven't liked, at least have tasted tasted of pineapple or whatever. Weird. Well, well, there you go. Disappointing. Very bad. Disappointing stuff. On the picnic, everything smelled of nappies, didn't it? No. I think that's because you just have a nose. A nose for nappies? A nose for nappies. (laughs) How dare you, sir? Call me a nappy, sir. No. You, sir, you're a crud crumbler. The prawn cocktail and the peeps did smell like unwashed baby's arse. I'll give you that. Who did? The the, the peeps and the... uh... Peeps. 
I want to mention Eurovision before we crack yes. on, right? So your Envision. We have had fifty entries for Eurovision. Your Envision, and I've got to whittle them down to twelve. Whittle your your Envision down to. 12. I need you to shut your fucking mouth. Right, just while I get through this. Fine, to... I'm with you. I agree with all the points you're making about I've got to get your through Envision. this. Hey, everyone, I've got to get listen this. up. Paul has something important to say about your Envision coming up later this year. So, to everyone sending stuff in, thank you so much. But we are only going to be able to pick out twelve because, simply for time reasons, when we do this, it will be a long show, and we're going to be doing this live on Twitch. Well, so, how many entrants? Have we've we had, had we've had just over, over 50. fifty now. Ooh, and it's getting turning into something we can't control. It's bigger than all of us. So, we, I, we me and Eli will pick twelve that we hope is a nice broad range of music we're not going to go for best or worst or our favorites we're trying to find tracks that we'd like to put towards the judges that are different and interesting right mm. and also best and worst you know all i'm saying is i mean there's no avoiding bias no there's no avoiding bias but my point is we do want to find 12 we've got a we've got to whittle we're gonna whittle and then have a wank when we're resting from whittling you know what i guess just, just so anyone sending stuff in <laughs> Thank you, but we are only going to pick 12. We've got 12 judges, which we've just announced now on Twitter. Oh, yeah. So that's exciting. We've got comedians like Nick Helm and Paul Putner, who was in things like Little Britain and Lee and Herring stuff. We've also been on the show before. Yeah, Brian Wecht is going to be uh, voting from Ninja Sex Party. We've got bloody... um, Suze Kempner. Suze Kempner. Ashley Story. Uh, uh, God, loads, loads. Biffo's voting. Ashen's voting. Uh, we've got loads. Ashfrith? No, not Ashfrith. Ashen's uh, yeah, is yeah, voting yeah, yeah. again. So that's the plan. So it's going to be a big, big show, uh, but for our own sanity, we're not going to be putting all 50-odd oh, songs right, Paul, in. I have a question. Yes. Have you whittled enough? Is it rest time from whittling? Now it's time for wanking. It's We've whittled, so now, now it's time to wank. Then we'll rest and then wank. We're going to have a little west and a whittle west of wank. <laughs> so join us after a whittle west of wank for our next segment of the show, which is going the to be... The actual intro of the, the show. Ent- this is the intro, whittle, whittle, wank. Whittled, you've whittled that out. Whittle west and wank. You've deflated my ending <laughs> again. That's Ooh, it. you don't have to do an ending. That's it. We're moving on. Next segment, as of now. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Good. Paul, going into this segment, I just wanted to say I had one of those weird thought trains of thought when I thought of something somewhere at a time when I was extremely embarrassed, right? Kind of unhappy. Okay. Do you want to? Do you want to? It's bring... made me embarrassed and unhappy in real life. Yeah. Because you know you when you remembered... think of something like embarrassing and it kind yeah. of feel the feeling I, I have back one up on you. Big memory. Don't that... think about it now. It's I can't really now. Bad. It's in there, and now I feel bad. <laughs> it's I... when I was best man for Graham. And uh, I fucked it up. You really did. It's just. I was actually there for that, funnily yeah. enough. Yeah. I think I felt your cringe as much as my own. It was. This just is bad. a little personal, private cringe, my yeah. one. Yeah. Which I don't actually want to talk about. That's fine. So, we won't. There you go. Sorry. I tell, just thought. I'd... Tell me now, and I w- I'll cut it out the podcast. I don't know who I'm winking to. I should <laughs> wink to the audience. Winking at, he's winking they, at me. It doesn't make I'm, sense. I'm meant to be winking at the audience <laughs> yeah. who are listening they, to say they can't hear. I'm not it. really going to cut it out. You haven't got a very loud wink. Hang on. I'm just he's my rubbing, eye, he's just rubbing my his eye on the mic. <laughs> no, it hurts. Now, are you ready? I think we're ready now to go yes, into the next Yes, we are good segment. to go. Okay. Take it away, Mr. Silverman. Hello, everybody. Here I am in the House of Pickles, and I'm, I'm over the moon to introduce a great segment on the show. Everyone loves it. Here it is. It's time for Silverman's Platters. And here is the patron saint of the segment, Clyde McFatter. He's standing on top of Mount Grut Pants and he's going to give us the signal to start the show any second now. Uh, can you hear him? You may begin. There it is. And let's get straight into it, Paul. Hello, Mr. Silverman. Now, here's what we're doing without 
beating around the bush, here's what we're doing straight away on Silverman's Platters today. And I'll give you a little clue here it is. Paint your bedroom with your arsehole. Yes. Plop, 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 squirt. That's right. We're doing one of the biggest kids shows. Spray your toilet with the contents of your arsehole. Doesn't work. Shouldn't have done it. I've got the actual rhyme that we used to sing in school. What did you have? Oh, let's opens up his hairy arse and shits in Bungle's eye. We're doing Rainbow, the kids' show. Because <laughs> it opens up his hairy arse and shits in Bungle's eye. All atop the streets and houses, Rainbow flying high. Opens. No, it's Jeffrey oh, flying high. Bungle. Bungle, Bungle is flying. flying high. The bear is yeah. flying. Okay, say again. All atop the streets and houses, Bungle all flying atop high. The streets that's, that's the lyrics. Up, up above. Up above the street. Where's the... Rainbow's not all atop. When have you gone all atop something? Would you say that cloud is all atop the house? <laughs> <laughs> all atop the streets and houses, Bungle no, flying high. it's not high. all atop. Let's do it again. We're doing the dirty version of the rainbow. We haven't even set the Come context on. for this. We've just gone straight just into talking bungle. about bears shitting in people's faces. <laughs> just do bungle. I just want one more pass at the, uh, the, the clean right. take of it, please. All atop the streets and houses, bungle flying high. Opens up his hairy arse and shits in Zippy's eye. No, Jeffrey's eye. Could be Zippy's Zippy? idea. Uh, uh, bungle, why don't you fly and shit in Jeffrey? Pull, pull, pull. Oh, Memories of Rainbow. Memories of Rainbow. Well, let's just tell people what Rainbow is. Okay, tell tell them. For those of you who don't know what Rainbow is. Oh, Wiki, you're so fine. You're so fine. You fill our podcast with content. Oh, Wiki. Oh, Wiki. Rainbow was a British children's television series that ran from 12th of November 1972 until the 31st of December 1992. Wow, uh, that's I a long-running show. It's a very long-running show. The series was originally conceived as a British equivalent to the long-running American educational puppet series Sesame, Sesame Street. Sesame Street. Or Sesame Street. It has a much uh, narrower universe, though, doesn't it? It does. And Sesame it w- Street, you know what it really benefited from? You get Muppets coming on it, don't you? Yeah, you a get whole Kermit. different show. A whole, there's a crossover. Was it, was it only really Kermit who appeared on Sesame Street, though? Because I don't think Piggy turned up. or I think what happened is in those scenes where he was the reporter, the Kermit was yeah, a reporter, the you fairy had tale other reporter. Muppets in, in those stories. Oh, yeah, they're all the Muppets, but I don't think there were characters from the Muppet show. In yeah, Sesame characters Street. from the Muppet show. Other, other, Mupp- I'll take other, your word. other Muppets. I'll take your word for it. Uh, it was intended to develop language and social skills for pre-children's school. Pre-children's children. Pre-school children. <laughs> I've got a few in my fridge. And went on to win the Society of Film and Television Arts Award for Best Children's Programme in 1975. That's it the f- year from the, the record that we are covering today. It did. So it, this is the, at the height of yeah. Rainbow, probably. It aired five times a week, weekly. Twice weekly on Mondays and Wednesdays and Tuesdays and Fridays. And then finally once weekly at 12.10 on Fridays on the ITV network. Uh, in 92, must have been a sad, sad yeah. day. And, so, and unfortunately, the long-time uh, presenter, Jeffrey, is, has passed. He passed a few years ago, didn't yeah, he? Well, let's, you, why, you have this weird thing, you, where it's like, there's a narrative. There's a beat-by-beat way to tell this story. And you're like, Bruce Willis is a ghost. Anyway, six senses about this. So each episode of Rainbow revolved around a particular activity or situation that arose in the Rainbow House. There was Jeffrey, the human, and he lived with three puppet characters, didn't he? There was Bungle, a bear. Yes, a large bear, full-size bear. There was George, a pink hippo, I believe. And then Zippy, which is, I, I don't know it's what the fuck Zippy. that is. He's, a, he's a, a creature whose face is zipped 
up. The mouth is just a zip and it's two halves. Imagine similar a gimp costume. This, it's similar to... Um, Made of suede. Like the Hamburglar or something, isn't it? No, it's it's more like a kind of... Not the Hamburglar. Fuzzy Pac-Man. Mayor McCheese, I'm thinking of. Oh, the Mac Burger thing. Yeah, Mayor McCheese. Yeah. yeah. That's not what I was thinking of. I never compared Zippy to an anthropomorphic. I was just saying in terms Mac. of the structure of the puppet, it's like a two halves thing. Yeah. Clappy, clam shaped. He's got a clam shaped head, doesn't he, Zippy? Well, it's more just like a It's big... clam shaped. It's to- take those eyes off. He looks like a clam. Yeah. He's cool. Zipper. I like Zippy. He's everyone loves Zippy. The roles of Zippy, George, and Bungle were to take on the role of inquisitive children, asking the questions, course, doing the silly yes. things, and Jeffrey be like, No, this is how it goes. Yeah. Very successful. But the other major part of Rainbow <laughs> was the music. Was the music and also the next door neighbours who were Rod, Jane and Freddie. Oh, so that was they were in the in the world as the next door yeah, neighbours. Yeah, and they'd pop in and they'd sing a song about whatever they were talking about this week. But that's not Freddie on top on the cover of Rainbow, the record that we're doing well, now. Well, this is where we get into the actual album we're going to talk about. So Eli, tell me about this album and where you found it and what it is. Um, I, it's some charity shop find. I don't remember which, Paul, but this is... Rainbow, the album, songs from television's award-winning children's program. So it already, it's but this is from '75. This album, so, so early days. It'd been running for two years at this point. Yeah, it started 70, in uh, '72 actually. So so three years. Yeah, and when did they win the award? '75. This, this year. Yeah. So this is basically they won the award and decided to do an album, or they were just trading on the success of the show to release the album. Because here's the thing: this wasn't uncommon. Like we've seen in the past, there's a Play School album. There was a one called Ragtime. Remember, with Bob Jeffries or something in it, but one called Ragtime, which is again like play school puppets and songs and folk I songs. I do not re- remember seeing Ragtime. This, it's for big, me, uh, Rainbow was one of my earliest. And am I right in thinking they had the Thames logo? And then a rainbow came over it. I don't know if it did. It but did. It, it was, did it? Yeah. Cool. So they had that true. thing with the ident being. Because I used to get ident. confused with the uh, beginning of Pigeon Street, because I'm pretty sure that was a rooftop thing with Rainbow. Yes. But they did that f- clever thing. Where the the rainbow came over the Thames logo. I don't remember that. Honestly, yeah. don't. Uh, I, I'm going to have to take your word for that as well. It was good. my voice going? <laughs> um, so this is, yes, Rainbow, simply titled Rainbow. And it has Rod, Matt and Jane. Those this are the singers the on this album. Because when the show... Matt, who is Matt? Tell them about well, Matt. So you think, who the fuck is Rod, uh, Rod Matt and Jane, right? Who's the famous Matt? trio are? Rod, Jane, and Freddie. But Rod, Jane, and Freddie wasn't a thing until much, much later. It started, the original trio was Rod Burton, Jane Tucker. So they're the two mainstayers. And and then the third was Matthew Corbett. Were Rod and Jane going out? No. Oh. I'd prefer they had been. I think there's I think what two of them got married later on. Yeah, but not those two. I don't know. I'd have to check. So it was originally Matthew Corbett who was the third member of the group. Matthew Corbett had to quit in 1976 because his father retired from doing Sooty. Yes. And he took over in the 80s. He and must have promised he would do the Sooty. Take over no, from his it dad. Was, it's like the family business, I guess. Yeah. It's like dad retiring, Sooty's still popular. We can reboot it for That's the 80s. That's what I mean. It's funny that he did this, but in fact, he was part of like a dynasty. It's sort of like an old school, almost like a circus well, Like the family. Barrymores of children's like he entertainment. Had to, he had to bring the act on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's old school. Because it would have been a, like a variety act, wouldn't it? Because didn't Little his puppet son, acts. Didn't his son take over when he yeah. retired or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. But there he is, I looking very more, young on I the cover of this. more of a curse. And they're bigger, aren't they, the singers, funnily enough? What do you mean bigger? What, in terms they're, of size? On the cover, they're more prominent than, That's because they than take either up... the puppets or Jeffrey. It's all about Jeffrey, really, isn't no, it? No, it's not. Look at his shirt. It's great. The reason why those three are on the front cover is because they do 95% of the stuff on the album. Look at that rainbow badge there. Let's have a look. That Jeffrey's wearing. I want that rainbow badge. Do you That's know what I mean? Awesome. I want that rainbow. I want his shirt. 
But here's the thing. Don't you think it's a curse to be the Corbett's? It's like, Daddy, Daddy, when I grow up, I want to be a scientist. No, you must take the mantle of sooty and go around and go to theatres around the UK performing to disinterested children and old ladies during the summer. I find fascinating is that he felt he had to do it. It wasn't just, oh, because this is going to be a great career if I do sooty. I mean, was sooty bigger than Rainbow? I don't know. It'd been going for longer because wasn't sooty like a 50s thing? I went and saw it. Sooty show. Live. In the 80s. In London's West End, yeah. Did he come on his little camper van on stage and drive yeah. around? Yeah, fucking wicked. I love that camper van. My favourite thing about the... Sorry, fuck off, Rainbow. Sooty time. So The, the favourite thing with the props. I loved the Sooty show in the 80s because I loved the fact that they I had a tiny it live, little mate. shower. You know, when they used yeah, to have yeah. a little shower and a He did all of that with Sooty and Sweep. And, I, love, um, I the, love that set. What's the other one? Sweet Sue. Sooty, Sweep and Sue. And Sue, yeah. And Sue had to put up with a lot of Sue had to put shit. up with... Sooty is, I mean, like a lot of these franchises... The central character is just a twat. Well, you know, he's a slightly naughty teddy bear. But it was... It's all all about Sue. No, it's all about Sweet. It's all about Sweet. Sweet's the clown. You come to to the Sooty show for Sooty, but you stay for Sweet. You do. Because Sweet fucking loves Sweet. He's a right little funny shitter, (laughs) isn't he? (laughs) I love him. Right. So that is... So, yeah. On this record, we don't have the classic lineup. It's... And, but it means but that Matt the, could sing, couldn't he? Yeah, oh, Everyone on this record play. can sing. They all play and write the songs. And yeah. A lot of the songs are covers or reinterpretations of folk classics. Now, the first song we're going to listen to... No, 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 wait. This doesn't end here. Because even though Matthew Corbett's on this version of the album, on this trio, when he left, he was replaced by an actor called Roger Walker. So it was Roger, Rod, and Jane for that a while. That doesn't work for me. doesn't work for me. Uh, Rod, Jane, and Roger. No... Pass. It, they probably went around for ages going, what's so we Rod Rogers Jane? No, yeah, no, we don't exactly. want to put it like that. Yeah. Uh, Roger, Rod, Roger Rod. Jane? Oh, Roger, what? James, I thought you said I should Roger. Jane's Roger Rod. Yeah. So then he left after, uh, in 1980, to be an actor, and he appeared in, you know, The Bill and shit like okay, that. Okay, so he was never a big star. And then, after that. finally, replaced by Freddie Marks, and that's what we remember. That's the classic today. lineup. Rod, that's the one Jane, we would have seen as because Both you and I have. Early memories of this show. Yeah. Early children. Yes. Because we all like the puppets. During the three decades working on the children's television show, they managed to write over 2,500 songs. No, that cannot be true. That's what it says here. Wow. Most were comedic, but some had deeper meanings. Overall, they'd written and produced 10 albums and 24 videos. And then they also conceived jingles for TV, radio, and adverts. Do you have a discography? Because I'd like to see which of the albums this is that we've got. They don't have a discography. They went on to have their own TV show as well in 1981. Uh, and they yeah. appeared on both shows until 89 when they fucked off Rainbow to do something else. Yeah, you see, if you were a kid watching in the early 80s, you wouldn't have been able to distinguish those two shows. It all seems like one big show, probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? Their show. and it's like, Oh, you know. hang on, here we go. In June 2008, Rod, Jane and Freddie appeared on the show 50 Ways to Leave Your TV Lover on Sky <laughs> and talked about newspaper claims that they were involved in a love triangle. Oh, that, Hello. Oh. They explained that Rod and Jane had been married, then divorced. Jane then partnered with Freddie after some time after he joined the trio, a relationship that led to their eventual marriage in May who? 2016. Jane and who? Jane and Freddie. So originally so you Rod... had both and, of them, basically. So Rod... It's like Freakwood Mac, this. You think they ever wrote... <laughs> you think Ray, the Rod and Freddie ever wrote their own You Can Go yeah. Your Own Way? Well, <laughs> they could, I think they'd be capable of doing a fucking... They fucking a heartfelt yeah. love, love breakup song, sort of tense, you they know. They could do their own Tusk or something. <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about the album now. I'll let you talk about it now. That's the thing. It's funny that you mentioned Fleetwood Mac because this album, the music, the standard of this music, both the songwriting, the playing and the production is much higher than you'd expect for a kid's Than it has any right to be. And it, yeah. 
it's really nice. I mean, we heard it on a lovely system yeah. in there. And it's that, got that, that really so forgiving, that system, isn't it, in, then, in there? Yeah. It's that big, nice, warm Sanusi sound. amp yeah. that we, it's just buried. It picks out the sharp, looty you know tip I mean? clangs it's really nice. It's beautiful, isn't it? Beautiful, and it really lovely. deals with um, yeah. damaged vinyl really well. Apart from the Rolling Rat The Rolling Rat that we didn't, we were going to do a Rolling Rat on oh, this week's Silverman's Platters, everyone. Rat. But it was just, it, strictly it, speaking, it, it was the, Errol. It was Errol the gerbil. It was a knock. Singing Summer Holiday. And again, Pin Meters. That's, I'd rather do the pin meters. Anyway, we're talking about Rainbow now. And th- like I say, this record is very, very high quality, whatever you want to say. They're playing. But again, I would argue that the albums that came out with the BBC records for Play School or Ragtime or whatever. Of a high standard. Again, high standard of Bang those. on a Drum was the Play School record we have discussed before. We have discussed on that, it's yeah. Like, um, and there is some overlap, I think. Uh, some of these songs are written by that guy who did Bang on a Drum. Oh, really? Play School, yes. I get the impression that there's kind of like repertory groups yes. of writers and songwriters who would go from show to show writing comedy or, yeah. you know, children-friendly songs. The theme from Rainbow is famous. Yeah. It's been covered a lot of times by funk groups. Um, and recently, wasn't it the centerpiece of the Matt Berry theme music album matt berry did a, an album full of uh covers i guess of interpretations children's tv Fake 70s yeah yeah just... he did sort of pump it up a bit it's quite funky the version on this are we going to listen to that now well hang on let me just so, so the theme song for the show was actually a small part of the full version also called rainbow and written by hugh port now lady hornsbury hugh fraser tim thomas of the band telltale who regularly appeared in the first three seasons of rainbow oh. initially as the band it was released by music for pleasure in 73 with the b-side called windy day although telltale left the show in 74 their recording of the theme tune continued to be used until the show's yeah. end in 92 so there's even before all of the mats and the janes and the rods and the freddies yeah there and was they a group called telltale and uh, there's been and loads of be dance a- remixes and stuff like that of it rainbow vibes by the sons of bungle it's one of those it's one of those ones that gets done and i'm sure there's like a a cheesy sort of happy hardcore version i'm sure i think we should play the intro and the first track of this album because it gives you a taste of the show because it features uh you know zippy george and bungle and jeffrey never forget jeffrey so and then i can't really do bungle because bungle's kind of just that kind of he's like that no he's not he's much he's oh. more like hello yes ah yes oh oh, oh no i'm the super bungle and i will hit you in the head Right. No, no, I don't know what that was. <laughs> I'm the super bungle. Hi. No, I don't like that I'm character. No, the eye work you were doing then was piercing and terrifying. I'm the super bungle. And then you had Zippy, who was... Uh, hello, I, I, I was Zippy. I, I, I mean, I'm Silverman. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's that's revealed it, everyone. That's where he oh, gets the Eli voice. That's an open secret for you. That's why you've avoided wanting to do Rainbow. Yeah, it's been an open well. secret for years. Like you've always been your... poo-pooing this idea to do Rainbow. We're uh, doing it now. Go on. You can see how creatively bereft you are of anything resembling an innovative or original idea. Right. Right, so let's just play the first intro Anyone? of the track. Where's Poindexter? No, fuck off. You're not sticking anything <laughs> near anything, all right? I'm not having you put oh, things let's on listen things. listen to it. Yeah. Here we go. Rainbow, 
Hello, my name's Jeffrey. I'd like you to meet all my friends from Rainbow. Hello, I'm Bungle. <laughs> Hello, I'm George. Hello, I'm Zippy. And I'm going to sing a song because I'm the best singer. <laughs> what are you going to sing, Zippy? The teapot song. Oh, that's a good idea, Zippy. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Well, let's all sing it, shall we? Do you know the teapot song? You can pretend to be a teapot while you sing it. Like this. Now, first of all, bend your knees and make yourself short and fat like a round teapot. Oh. <laughs> then put one hand on your hips. Oh. That's the handle. Then you put the other arm up in the air with your hand pointing down to look like the spout. <laughs> <laughs> then when the teapot tips up, you stand on one leg and you lean over as though you're pouring out the tea. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Now, don't forget to sing with us. Right. Are we ready? One, two, three, four. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here's my handle, here's my spout. When I see the teacups, hear me shout. Tip me up and pour me out. <laughs> I like pretending to be a teapot. Are you being a teapot too? I am, Jeffrey. Are you being a teapot, Zippy? Uh, oh, yes, I am. I, I, and I sing the song very, very well indeed. Yes. Let's sing it again. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Are we ready? Yes. One, two, three. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here's my handle, here's my spout. When I see the teacups, hear me shout. Tip me up and pour me out. <laughs> I like that, but it's the nice. only time the characters from the TV show appear on this album. Yes, the other everything else is a song. When there's one instrumental on side two, Pink Rat, which is very Pink Panthery, it's sort of like a little detective thing. Yeah, it's quite, I think, quite interesting. Like I say. High high quality of musicianship, really. And, and the got... harmonies, the way they sing, is really good. The singing is fantastic. Yeah. The songs are exactly what they need to be for a show of this type, of this period. What I like about it is it's got that feel, that 70s kids show feel that is just long gone now because it's too quaint or old-fashioned. But, you know, the bagpuss thing, the yeah. the flumps. It's got that folky... Dreamy. Dreamy kind slightly of storybook. Yeah, slightly psychedelic. Yeah. Hangover but the influence the is, yes, that's what it is. It's almost like... This is sort of the the hippie music, the the psychedelic music, sort of filtering through all of culture, and well, it ends up because this is seventy five. Do yeah. you see what I mean? So it's not, it's not, you know, there's elements of folk, there's elements of like West Coast California mama poppers well, kind of. Were stuff. they going to play a bit of that one that we think is? Which very, one was that one? Was that Garden uh, Song? Yeah, that is very West Coast psychedelic. So play, you're going to play a bit Let's of that. Play a little bit of Garden Song by Rod, Jane, and Matt. Looking at flowers and trees Finding some sound in the garden Kicking our feet in the leaves In the leaves la, 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 leaves In the leaves la, 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 leaves uh -huh. Uh -huh. Two of us Looking at flowers and trees Finding some sound in the garden Kicking our feet in the leaves In the leaves 
And I like that. Very good. On a sunny day, it's not embarrassing to put that on. No, that's what I mean. It's like very nice. If you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. The folk, what was the last one we were going to play a bit of? Uh, let's have a look. What we, uh, Near and Far? No. No. Animal Game Part Near 2. Near and Far was great because it's basically the scene from Father Ted where explaining distance oh, and yeah. size. Let's have a bit of that. They, do, they actually are trying to explain to children why things look big when they're close and far small when they're far away. far away. Yeah. If you stand next to me, you're tall. If you stand over there, you're small. That's because you're too far away. So now there's only one thing to do. And that's to move nearer to you. Now that we're all together, there are so many things to do. If you don't understand, then give me your hand and I'll die. No. He's here. He's right here, Paul. He's going under the belt. That's it. You pushed me too far this time. Oh, he's sticking the... He's right in there. He's right in the fucking nubbage. And he's staying there. He's He's staying down there. He's in the nubbage box. (laughs) He's enclosed. Right, so right now, I'm doing a podcast with a man who stuffed a small teddy bear down his pants. Right now. Get used to it, mate. This is what goes on round here. He goes down. He goes down there. (laughs) This is horrible. (laughs) It goes down there. That's what happens around here. Fucking horrible. (laughs) Why are we talking about Rainbow? I had other stuff to say about Rainbow. Go on, then. Let me just get Poindexter out. Don't. That's even (laughs) sounding worse to me. I've just got to to whip Poindexter out. That's better. Okay. Oh, I I definitely (laughs) smoked cockwolfage then. (laughs) No, you didn't. I definitely had a a very vigorous shower. Hint of cock. That's what I got. That very familiar... (laughs) <laughs> damp penis smell that only gentlemen will know what I'm stop, talking about right now stop how has it come to this like last week you were on about the smell of my wheelie why well, do I want to discuss this I didn't talk about the smell I, I just talked about the, the overall cleanliness was, of it I just let me just tell you listeners there was no dick wafted. There was no. There was. There, there was. There was a li- I got a little bit. I got something whiffed past me nose. <laughs> we're talking about rainbow. No, we're not. Right now, we're talking about the stench of teddies in your room. No. Because they've all got drip, drip, drippage on them. Paul, I've got several points to make about Rainbow. I've got my list here. No, you just wrote the word Jaffa Cakes. It says Jaffa Cakes on it. Right. Now I know I've moved past Jaffa Cakes, so I'm moving on to this bit here, which is where I talk about Rainbow. Right. Funnily enough, Rainbow had one of those things. You know, there's sort of apocryphal or untrue rumours about kids' TV shows from that era, like Captain Pugwash. That wasn't true. That there was there no master bait. There was no master bait. Semen stains or whatever. That was true. That untrue. And then people have made stuff up about bag puss. I think as well. Like there was some called pussy old puss or something. Okay. But there is an actual naughty in an edition of Rainbow, isn't there? No. That was made up as well. That one. No. They go, it's, it's, Josh, it's, off, Josh, me off of that or whatever. It, so what is? Do you know the what I'm referring to? Can so please explain it. The to story us? behind it is so at Christmas production companies would send all their you know goof and 
a fluff moments or their outtakes. Yes. And they'd watch them at Christmas and go, hey. Oh, one got leaked. The thing that you're referring to was when the cast of Rainbow made a spoof episode that was very vulgar oh, and so rude. So that's real, though. That, and, they yeah. really did make that. But it was only meant to be for, for internal use. For internal use yeah. at Christmas to have a laugh at. And somehow that they got on. They would do that now. No, somehow no that got on. No one would do that now, would they? Is There's loads true? of stuff out there. Is that yeah. true? Yeah. See, that, I find that fascinating. It's like he sees Zippy with a banana going, Four skin, two skin. Free skin, uncut wash penis. Yeah, <laughs> no, he doesn't say that, but he, he says foreskin. And then there's and lots it's all of things about twanging and wanking. See, I believe that that was actually something that got through. That no. they like, no, it okay. was it Good. was intentionally made as so a bit of a joke. So there's never a case of that happening. There was no, no. masturbates or semen stains. <laughs> there was no pussy hole cat from. No, I think there was a song where they went sweet pussy oh pussy sweet pussy oh my. Oh yeah, there's yeah. probably a folk nah, song that says yeah. that, which yeah. is fine because it's only now it's that a bit, it's all right. Isn't it? You go gadge sweet gadja. Sweet gadger, am I? Who's caught a gadger in the... <laughs> the thing is, is in the pantheon of great kids TV show, Rainbow ranks quite highly. That's what I was going to say. It is. Uh, it, that's why... It's well-loved. We've talked about others on the show, but it's it was a pretty good show, wasn't it, for kids? It's exactly what it needed to be. You know what I mean? It was reasonably funny for the audience intended... Jeffrey held it together reasonably well. He was always, even the actor, uh, well, Jeffrey, because he used his real name, even he was aware of the kind of camp, kind of daftness to it. So yes. he played it up when he had to. It's not as good as Sesame Street, but, um, you know. No, but it's, it, it's, 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 it's the same mindset. Yeah. I, and I think that's why I've, I've got a warmth for it. And also a funky soundtrack. Great uh, soundtrack. Funky too. theme. Yeah. Great theme. Yeah. You can't. Without, unless you're a really cynical fuck, there's really not a lot to complain about no. with Rainbow. In the same way as you could complain about something like Roland Rat or Mallet. Well, we tried, you know, like Timmy I said Mallet. to the listeners before, we tried to do a Roland Rat spin-off record today, and it uh, just, just wasn't working. Terrible. One more myth that I want to discuss with you regarding Rainbow. Yes. Bungle going mad. The original Bungle going mad. Have you not heard of this? All I know is that originally the And he wouldn't the bungle... take the suit off. And he, I've never he heard would of this. he ref- got into the character and wouldn't take the suit off. Hang then. on, let's ask the internet. Bungle going mad, rainbow. Okay, an urban legend holds that one actor, presumably Stanley Bates, who played it for the longest time, right. who played the role of Bungle, was fired after swearing at a child who had deliberately stolen his foot during a live show. Ah. Although longtime Robo contributor Ma- Malcolm Lord revealed that Bates chose to stand down before the live shows began in order to concentrate on script writing. Okay. But there's no... I can't seem to find well, a story online. Well, no, you can online. see how a little incident like that, shout swearing at a child who stands on your toe, could yeah. turn into, through, you know, the game of telephone down the years. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? One story gets exaggerated for another, yeah. for another, for another. And then it ends know. up him going mad. I can see how that yeah. actu- an incident of that nature can get amplified. So that probably is... Because it's, 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 it's common, because you hear these stories about Disneyland employees who have to dress as fucking Donald Duck. That's another one of those myths I've heard. Like, yeah. did you hear about the Mickey Mouse who beat up kids? Yeah, like, yeah did you hear yeah. about the, the yeah. goofy who stole kids and took yeah. them to the underground And pipes? that's almost like with all of these sort of Chuck E. Cheese horror films that are coming out now. Yeah. It's almost like a trope in horror as well, like a, yeah. a theme park attraction. Well, like the Banana musical. Splits. That was just yes. a TV show, similar to HR Huffpuff and stuff, and yeah, but they were like suit characters, weren't yeah. they? So they are, along with clowns, clowns more so, but they're sort of things so, that used to be for kids that are coming into the kind of horror genre. How about this then, Rainbow as a folk horror film? Yes, you know what I mean. Totally. So, mate, you've got oh, 
Yeah. Rod Jennings they, they all wore working. the kind of Wicker Man songs yes, throughout it, right? They're all working on this kid's show and then yeah. they fucking go. And they make sacrifices. Ritual crazy. To some, some Somebody guy. write this. Yeah. Write the script. It's ours, though. Uh, the harvest has been shown. The harvest has been shown. Oh, you, you, we've got to, we've got to sacrifice him in the wicker bungle. Oh yes, <laughs> the wicker uh, yes, bungle. The wicker bungle. <laughs> now the other thing, Jeffrey marching down. It you could know, work. Dressed in animal costumes. It could work as a sort of also have a sort of Halloween three thing where yeah. they, it's going out over the TV and and uh, and the hypnotising dusty people, kids and it's all dusty or something. It's all dusty. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and blood comes out of Zippy's head or something. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is yeah. there's something about the word bungle and the fact that he's sort of like this man in a suit yeah. that is kind of amusing. And I think Viz had a, one of my favourite Viz fake newspaper articles. It's like spotting of the Woolwich bungle. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? The yeah. Woolwich bungle has been spotted as if he was a cryptid. Do you Look, know what I mean? I mean, like, it's, that, been, it's funny. It's just been done it's before because, you know, the original bungle suit was quite terrifying. But if you were That's walking the down thing. a street in the middle of the night and just someone stepped out from the side wearing a bungle costume, you'd be like, I'm just going to go back now. Yes, it is scary, but, but it's, back. it's scary in the same way a mask is because it's yeah. like you can't actually see, Dead read eyes. their face. You know what I mean? All right, anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? Uh, just to say that the bungle on the cover of this, where you can see photos of this uh, on our LP, website and you can hear the, the tracks uh, that we've yes. mentioned, of course. You will have heard a bit. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just like we've got a safe bungle is what I'm saying. Safe bungle. No, it's not a non-scary bungle. No, it's this. a very friendly bungle. It's a that friendly one. bungle on this. So it looks be... more like a, a lion's face than a bear's. Totally. It's still quite scary, actually, when you gaze at it and think about all the embarrassing things that happen to you. It's like, yeah. you know. Imagine <sighs> opening a bin and finding, like, Zippy drunk. You'd take him home. Yeah, you'd take him home. Well, you'd think, is that Oscar the Grouch? And they'd be like, no. Or maybe he's sucking off Oscar the Grouch for money. Oh, you're just trying to put something salacious in at uh, the end of the uh, segment now, aren't you? Come on. I'll just let you, you do a little scene. It, I've got off the rest. idea yeah, now. Cause... No, because it was weak. That's why. I'll finish him off, Zippy. I'll do it. All right. All right, right. We'll go skiing, George. That's great. I'll toss him off. I will fucking. Uh... Thank you very much for listening to Silverman's End platters. Now, quick, now I'm dying. I Paul, this off. LP. I'm just gonna wank off. Oscar Paul, this LP. Is it a for you a splatter or a platter? I'm gonna give this a strong platter. Yes, very good. Nice music. I mean. Uh, it is quite breathtaking how well produced this record is. It's a, I mean, maybe it's the record player that we heard it on, but it's a subtly beautiful album. It's very, it's very good. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Now press the button. Let's come on. Good morning, you be listening. No, okay, George, I'll do uh, it now. <laughs> I'm doing Poindexter. No, don't. That's like Bungle. He's like a miniature Bungle that fits in my pants. pants. What yes. a perfect thing for you. He's inanimate, you know. You'll wouldn't be... do this if he was a really a small bear in a t-shirt. Or or you wouldn't be this as a real man in a costume that you're trying to force no, down your and pants. If that would be the smallest man who ever lived. And I wouldn't want to... Put him down your pants. No, not Fair unless he wanted to go down there. He might do. Prefer to have an inanimate toy. I would too. Is that all you've got? I'll t- take it back about the whiff of my No, cock. it definitely stunk. And even now when you're waving that bear around, I can still smell... It's not. It's coming from over there. Mount Grot Pants is disassembling itself. Oh, the twanglet. I'm gonna <laughs> I have... don't know what that means. <laughs> Stop the fucking thing. It ain't got that thing if we can't get the twing. It's time for The Price of Shite. Oh, it's a fucking price of shite. 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 And that's right. That's right. It is another bespoke edition of The Price of Shite. It's the game where you win twings if you get the price of the item on the nose. How many twings do you get for that, Paul? If you get the correct price, you'll be awarded two. That's 
two per twing. Per twing per twing. If you are close within 25p, lower or higher than the actual price. It's just a one per twing. It's just the one per twing. It's just a one per twing for that pool. Now, uh, in the past, because the shops have been closed, we have been very, very grateful to have a P.O. Box service, which has delivered to us some several, several fantastic little bespoke prices. Twing delivery systems. The little slots open and the betwingeth, they wingeth towards me, Paul. Price and that thing and earn a betwing. I don't want anyone to forget. Last time we played, I wiped the floor with you. You did do very well this time. at that time, I agree. It's oh, good. look at this. What's this? These are all the betwings I won. What I won last time. Oh, I'm swimming in betwings. Can laugh. you trade them in for anything? Are they of any use, betwings, outside of gratification in the moment? No. You don't, you they're can't, very ephemeral, you but can't they, they are, they're recorded forever. They are. There, yeah. is a, there is a recorded litany of betwings. But you're right, Paul. Seriously, the joy of the betwing is in the moment. It's in the moment. The betwingeth is spaken. After winning the betwingeth, I open my golden membranous wingeth, and I welcome the arrival of betwingeth. <laughs> right. Right, who sent this one? This is uh, come in. Look at this. It's nicely plastic. It's a postcard. Nice. Feel that. It's all very good quality, isn't it? Oh, and it's nicely printed yeah, there. Yeah, it's print well, nice printed out. Plastic. So, this comes from uh, Adam from Stoke-on-Trent. Adam, thank you very much. Dear Eli and Paul, I have for you here a bespoke price of shite with a difference. As the pandemic... Is he doing his... Oh, sorry. Well, I'll, I'll pipe down. Relax, I'll pipe down. Just relax. I've had too many coffees. Yeah, you really have. <laughs> As the pandemic means all the charity shops are closed, I thought about where I could get my hands on some top-level tat without leaving the comfort and safety of my sofa. So, Wish.com, of course. There we go. Now, a little aside, I've been wanting to do a Wish.com thing for a while, but it's hard to have an angle on it because, you know, Stuart does his and we did it on Barshin, so I'm trying to think Explain of a way. Explain to me at what Wish.com is, please. Wish.com is a place you go to to buy very cheap, probably very unsafe gadgets and trinkets and bits and bobs it's it's like a Knock kind of stuff from china yeah is that what it is? it's kind of that kind of place okay. you go there if you want to get a 10 pound version of a 100 pound item it's that kind of thing right i don't know how trustworthy it is as a service but stewart's used it and he says give it a few weeks to get your stuff it's there's no rush you know it's you, yeah you, but he so, does it just to create content so the worse yeah. it is the better it is exactly almost so, him. Sort of, so we yeah. need to find our own angle but for the sake of this Great. Here's yeah. how we get started. So, yes, that's right. All the items you're about to see are new. Mint on card, if you will. I, d- I will. I will, Adam. I fresh will. from China's online mystery marketplace. Lovely, lovely, fresh items. I have included the prices in a sealed envelope within. The prices do not include the postage and packaging costs, which were a quid each. So that's good. Postage and packaging a quid for these. So uh, here is the envelope. Us a, an upper limit? I have in my hand the envelope, and I can see it's I'm, sealed. It's sealed. Both of us have seen that. Paul um, would have to do something very sophisticated, which he's not even capable of to cheat. Right. So, you know. So it doesn't have a. Um, it doesn't have a I'm price. The answers under thing. under Poindexter there. Poindexter protecting twings. Yes, thank the you. PPP. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Uh, so he hasn't given us a overall. He hasn't account, but that's fine. It's not. Is there any hints? Are there any hints at all towards what the price no, of these not must at all. be? He says, hope you enjoy these amazing finds. I look forward to hearing your opinions on them. Adam Stoke-on-Trent. So, Thank you. Gonna... So they were sent, sorry, all in one go. And he and he spent a quid and you haven't even opened that. Yeah, so that. it's all sealed. So uh, there's items listed in an order. So I'm oh, going to... I've got the paper ready, Paul. I'll, uh, I'll open the bag and hand you the items okay. and you describe them. All right, and I'll do it as we go. You'll trust me to be the Petwingeth I We both take this very seriously, so why wouldn't I okay. trust you no in this need, instance? No, no reason not to trust There's me. There's no Don't write on the table, though, because it does create a lot okay, of bang. So I'll, I'll, um, use a thigh or a knee or a, a raised book. Yeah, I've got it all under control, Paul. 
How many items are we working with here? There are six today. Okay, a lot of so items. So that's a potential of what? 12 per twings today. 12 per twings. If there's no... He hasn't suggested any kind of bonus scoring system or anything for this. No. Okay. It's a standard, bog standard, per twingeth awarding system. We're going to keep it simple. Well, but two columns, are... Paul. Yeah. A P column and an E column. And I've got a numbers down the side. Yeah. Going from one to six. Right. Are you happy with I that? I am very happy okay. with this. This, uh, this is all very pleasing. Right. Here is your first item, Mr. Silverman. I will uh, let you explain it. And if it contradicts what I've got written down, then I'll correct you. All right? He's handing me. Here we go. What is it? Oh, it's a pin badge. Yeah. Oh. He's bringing the light in. It is a DJing well, I'll Knight, you, Knight I'll, Templar. I'll tell you what it says. It says, item one is an enamel pin featuring the Black Knight from Monty Python as a DJ. Yeah. I don't know what the context for that is a joke. As the Black Knight. With, oh, he's got no arms to do the scratching with. Oh, yeah. I can see his little... <laughs> that's quite good, isn't it's it? Nice little badge, that. So there Funny. you go. There's your first item, Mr. But Silverman. what does it say? I'm trying to make out what the writing is. I can't really make it out Cis myself. butt. Let's have a look. It looks like cis butt scratch. Tis but a scratch. Oh. Ah, it's all coming together. That's the line, isn't it? And from the Monty Python, the Holy And Bell. he's DJ scratching. <laughs> I see. That's the pun. That's quite yeah. funny, isn't it? I quite like that. Do you want that badge? Yeah. yeah you can have that. But... Oh, no, but there's other badges that you've already got your eye on. Sure, you dirty sure. bastard. Yeah. But it's fine. The one, I, the one I've got my eye on, I think I like. So what's the price of that? I don't know. Do you want to go first or shall I? You go first. Well, I've been going first before. I've All right. I will guess that that is... It's wish.com. I'm going to say it's £1.50. What say you? Are you good on badges, don't you? You know Not badges. really. I've been off my game these last couple of uh, price of shites. Ooh, I'm going to go £2.50. £2.50, he He hasn't say. given us a top. He might have spent 15, 16, 17 quid on this I lot. hope he hasn't. But yeah, you're right. He still might have. All right. I'm just saying. That's yeah. it. We don't have a, a, a ballpark, do we, to play I in? Just, I think pin badges, kick these prices pin badges around. are quite pricey. I they think. can be. Ten pounds, some Those of them. Those ones that we've well, been getting—the the the, uh, the horror balls. What are they called? The mad ball. Mad ones balls and, and the—they uh, were like a five, tiny a four or five pound. Yeah, six pounds they are. Either way, this yeah, is that's wish. What I'm saying, but this right. is wish.com. Does, so, it doesn't look the best quality. That badge. That's no. To be said. Right, next item. Yes. You're gonna love it. What is it? Uh, it is this. He's handed to me what looks like <laughs> crisp themed socks yes yes that is what it is lays i can see i wonder what flavor they are it says a pair of socks printed with the image of a packet of lays pickled flavor crisps oh these are good aren't they They're good aren't they look at them look at that it's been laser printed on somehow cheaply i bet tell. after two washes that comes yeah. off <laughs> they're dill pickle flavored mate look at that it would fit me as well Let's have a feel of the tuck what's the quality like uh quite cheap that is quite cheap it's very nylon-y or whatever yeah it's I mean, coming off in my hand. So. I mean, you're not going to go to the, the, the Lord Mayor's ball wearing those, you know? <sighs> well, I don't know. Oh. Wait till we're invited. Mm. I'm invited to the Lord Mayor's ball. Do you know what he does? Go on. He's got a big... Uh, big yeah. It's a bath, basically. Yeah. But it's, it's like the Lord host. Mayor? Yeah. Right. You go in. Yeah. He makes you sign a book. Right. And then he goes... At his party? Yeah. Okay. This is the Lord Mayor's ball. Right. And, then and he has a bathtub upstairs. bath. Not upstairs. It's in the main thing. Oh, in the middle of the room? Center. It's more like a sort of sewage system. Right. If you can imagine. There's all these pipes going into the bath, and they're all coming out and going to the kitchen. Right. And there's all people running around, like, you know, tinking their little forks and knives. And Do you know where this is going? Because <laughs> no, I'll just I interrupt don't. you and carry on now. I don't. I don't know where it's going. All That's right. the joy of this podcast, Paul. Now, I rate those crisps. I rate those crisps. Crisps. Socks. You don't get 
that flavour, dill pickle. Especially Release the dill pickle. That's what I say. I love dill pickle flavoured crisps. Have I told you that before? You boring. I really do. Boring arsehole. They're yellow. Price me. I went high on the last one. Uh, £2. £2 on the nose, I'm saying. Two. I'm going to say £4 for that. £4 for the socks, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm going off, like, Stuart's experience. Socks are pricey. He doesn't... He has, like, one thing that's under, like, a fiver, isn't it? And then his his 13th item is over, like, a tenner or more. So, you know, I... You think the socks... Yeah, I'm just going to say four quid because I'm going to I'm going to punt on this one. We're on to item number three. What then. did you say? Sorry, I said two. Two. All right, fair play. Next, Eli. Here's your th- third item. Uh, this is a <laughs> a patch. Yeah. And it's got an A, a winged A. Yeah. And it says asshole, American spelling of yeah. asshole, merit badge. It's an a iron, funny badge. An ball. iron on fabric patch that says asshole merit badge. Yeah. So what, like if you're a Cub Scout, you get the badge for being an asshole? Yeah, it's meant to be, it's a joke. It's a joke So you badge. wear it and say, I'm an asshole. Yeah. What you going to do? Be- I got a badge, I'm an asshole, buddy. I could. It's a bit vulgar and stupid, the joke. You wouldn't wear that on your jacket, say? I wouldn't wear that on my jacket, but imagine you're well into metal and you've got the whole jacket and you've got the, yeah, the Iron yeah, Maiden. Yeah. And you just want to have a look with a lot of badges on. You a might lot of put patches. That on. Yeah, because it'd be the lost. only thing. If that was the only joke on your... Everyone would think, what is If it? you had just a normal jacket on and then that, people think, God, fuck, yeah. what's but wrong with you? If it's amongst loads of other sort of humorous or lots of other... Of it could work. Badges that, and And slogans. I'm giving it a good review there because it's not, it's not for me, this It's not fit for the purpose outside of being stuck on something that already has 50 other badges. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just sort of like, you know, it's a... Uh, What's the quality like? Is it well fake. made? I'm just going to get it out. Good. All of these items are brand new. And they're all sealed in little uh, packets. You, why can't you open that? <laughs> there, it's done it. It's, it's done weird it. that that took you so much time and effort. Qualities, I don't it's know. Right. It's fine for what it is. It's fine for what it is. I like, it's weird because I like the little A with the wings. I just don't like the asshole bit. It's basically a copy of a sort of biker gang style. Yeah, I um, guess. It's a biker gang sort of copy. If, if this was 1976 and I was in a biker gang, that would go next to my anarchy badge and my yeah. ACDC uh, ZZ Top uh, Fight the it Power be, yeah. Evil Eddie sticker, whatever. Wow. All that stuff. That's Status not, quo. The year was wrong and all of that. Like S- Status like, quo. Iron Maiden didn't even have their first album until 1980 or 79. So you're wrong. All right, I'm just giving examples well, of the kind just, of You're thing. just jumping all over the place. I don't, I don't like you. He's pulling his podge. He's wobbling his podge at me. There was actual violence as well earlier. So, uh, sex. Eli. Yes, Eli. I'm going to need a price for the. Is it not my turn you. to go first? No. No, all right. Go. You'll, you'll go there. Badge was. I think they go quite cheap. I'm going to go 75p for the badge. Oh, I was going to go for a quid then. I'm going to go big on the quid. Okay. Right. Now, these have been a fun items, and I want at least two of them. Right. Next one. Here's the next item. Eli, explain. It's another pin badge, and this is a rainbow. <laughs> oh, it's it a is. rainbow and SpongeBob SquarePants, and written across the rainbow, fuck off. I love this badge. I'm having that one. Oh, another right. enamel badge like of it. SpongeBob with a fuck off rainbow. Oh, but he never swears in the actual show. No, of course he doesn't. It's a kid's show. But why would, you know, I don't like the joke. That's He's the point, in it? It's, it's kind not... of like rainbow, but it's like fuck off. It's one of these kind of. Yeah. Gen X kind of things that usually is found on a T-shirt in Camden Town. Nah. You know, like uh, like Ganja Bob. 
It is uh, like Bart that. Simpson. They all have that kind of real lowest lock common denominator sort of vibe, knockoff vibe, yeah. Mar- Camden Market kind of vibe. Warner Brother. All if you see a items. cop, Warner Brother, yeah, yeah. when you've got the those, Warner yeah. Brother logo. It's all that. of this stuff has that kind of vibe. It all has it? a nasty tourism shop yeah. in a weird part yeah. of London. Yeah. I like that badge a lot. That's going right on my board of pin badges, okay. which is growing by the day. I've you recently are, you added, do have um, a good eye for the badge. I love I, pin I love badges. a badge as well. And that pin board is becoming my favourite Do you think thing. I should put this knight on? It's a bit of a lame one, isn't it? But on it your jacket, right. why not? Yeah. Right. If not, it's going to a it's going to the pinboard badge. Are those, the, those are the only two badges in the lot. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I, oh, did we give a price for those? No. no. Uh, oh, what did I say for the first badge? One fifty. You said one fifty for the first badge. I'm going to push a it. Larger in... badge. This is about half the size of the night. I'm going to push it to two quid for this to kind of split the difference. So two pound for me on that one. Two pound on the other badge. Yeah. Uh, it might be that they're both the same price and that uh, whatever, but I'm going to split the difference. So two quid. Item one was the pin badge. Item two was the yes, socks. Got, item three it. is the patch. Item four is the SpongeBob. And you say for Sponge? I said two pound for SpongeBob badge. SpongeBob badge. And I'm going to say, can I say two pounds as well? Yeah, I don't yeah. think there's any rules saying we can't match prices. I, I think you're good there. So two pounds, and on to item number five. Item five. This is huge order. It's another fabric item. It's He's a fabric it item. Me. But what uh, fabric? Kind of, it looks like it's some kind of tote bag item? or something like that. Yes. Uh, pillowcase. It's, it's a, a pillowcase. It's a Dave Grohl pillowcase. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's exactly that. It is a, cus- a cushion cover featuring Dave it's Grohl. It's for a couch cushion, isn't it? It's the square. Foo Fighters. It's not like a, for a bed pillow. No. For From the Foo Fighters in a military uniform. Yes. Specifically. It's got a military uniform. Do you it's think he knows his face is on shit like that? Because that's obviously like just some you know, promotion thing that someone stole and slapped on a fabric. Well, you can put any, any image on anything now with today's yeah. printing and manufacturing processes. It's True. the end of anything really meaning anything Would you like keep that. that from stuff it with a pillow? Would you want Dave no, Grohl's I face? I mean, I, you know, I'm indifferent towards the music, so I wouldn't... Do, you, do not... you like Dave Grohl as a person? He seems like a fun guy. He seems like a very nice man. Yeah. You know, so I've got nothing against him. I don't. I wouldn't. Any if you're a fan no, of him, I haven't got a cushion to put you on, Dave. Sorry, no, that's true. You I know? can't sit. You couldn't sit, sit on his face, could you? No, that's my least favorite item. Just because I've got are, no interest. These are odd things, though, because like they're obviously made for a Foo Fighters fan. But is it a Foo Fighters fan who wants to have Foo Fighter pillows and Dave Grohl pillows in his house? You know, he looks like Jesus. You could just get away with it. Two pound fifteen. Oh, he's doing the pricing, right? I'm going to say fiver. Okay, I'm going to fiver. You put fiver down. Item. You write Fiverr down for me. I did write Fiverr down for you. Here is the last item in this Wish.com price of shite. Here we go. Eli. He's handed it to me, and it is a ring. Finger ring, and it's in a little... That's right, I've given Eli a finger ring. which says ring on it, Yes, so I've, helpful. I've given Eli a finger ring right now. <laughs> oh, and he's also handed me the ring. I thank you. And I've, st- <laughs> and I've stuck my Who finger. Who is that, Elvis? Yes, it that is. That is a terrible it is piece a of shit, Paul. It is a silver, quote-unquote, diamond it's not quote silver. unquote that would make giving me a rash already that's, that's why i'm doing the quote unquote yeah. a silver and diamond ring featuring a small photograph of elvis that is so kitsch and terrible that's i quite Can like I it that? i quite like it i, I thought you would like yeah. that because it is so point oh what a fucking that piece is of like shit. a that is like a prize at a dodgy fair. fairground it's a you know those penny shoving machine they things. always used to have like when i used to go to those fairs they always used to have elvis mirrors as like the big prize you remember yeah. Yeah. Or Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, Elvis, Charlie Chaplin, or Snoopy. M- Marilyn Monroe. Oh, Monroe. This is I like a that. real piece I like of it. Can horrible I keep that shit. Yeah, after of the show. Thanks. Once Ellen. I've taken the pictures for the website, thecheapshot.co.uk. That is the final item of six on this bumper wish episode. I'm going to say 30p for that. Or no, 50p. Right. 50p. 50p. 
And I am going to say... What's your favourite thing of all of this, out of interest? Um, I am going to go with the SpongeBob badge. I think I like the Elvis ring the most. Do you? Because it's just it's a bit just of imagine stupid... you like, saw it on someone's finger, like they were actually you'd wearing know, it seriously. You'd know to avoid them, wouldn't you, yeah. conversationally and yeah. socially. Uh, I'm going to say, what's in my heart on that? I think 35p. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of those weird things which either disgustingly expensive or horrendously it, well, cheap. Nothing is expensive on Wish. That's the point. No. But what it is, nothing is yeah, expensive. Okay. Yeah, okay. Right, so pass me the scores. I'm going to uh, pass me the uh, awards because you're going to keep the scores because you need no, to no, do the you points. No, ha- no, you look at those and I'll open the oh, things. All right. Just well, for fairness. I just don't want you to think I'm going to change the scores or cheat or no, get it wrong. No, you don't have a pen. So do you I need more need to tick, don't I? It's, can you comprehend what I've written down of our guesses there? Yes. We'll, yeah? yeah. Right, ready? I have in my hand a piece of paper. The answers in an envelope. Would you like to do the ceremony? Just move the light. I have to move the light. Sorry about the noise, everybody. I've go. enjoyed these items because they've been fun. No, this is good. This is a you great know? one. Thanks again, Adam. Oh, Thank oh, you look. very much, Adam. There's a picture on these answers. Yeah, Paul. There is a picture of Noel in a mankini. What? A pink, pink mankini. Oh God! I didn't need to see that <laughs> today. Nice one. Uh, again, lovely finish. Oh, it's on a piece on. of photograph paper. That gave me a sweet nudge. Yeah, it gave you a sweet nudge. Just a little bit of a... A little uplift. A little bit of a pulse. <laughs> Weird, that. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna have so, to, are you a ready? A lot of feelings to process. Yeah, you've already wanked, fully wanked, thinking of a robot knollhead <laughs> spinning round and round in a dystopian abattoir facility. And moving on. So, are these <laughs> items in the same order as the list as we've gone through them? So, it should be badge, socks, patch... Badge, yes, yes, yes. Cover, yes, 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 yes. Right, then. How good on the Betwings do you feel? Have you got a feeling for Betwings? I don't know. I kind of felt a little bit like it was shots in the dark for me. Sometimes we do... A bit do... like when you're with that robot head of Noel. And that's not shots in the dark. It's bang on back of the throat action every single time. Okay. I smashed that u- uvula <laughs> <laughs> with my Joshy frottage. So, the first item was the enamel badge featuring the Black Knight from Monty Python DJing. Eli, so you said £2.50. Yeah. I said £1.50. The price, unfortunately, this time for both of us, Paul, is £2. Oh. Uh, no betwings uh, there. No betwings. No betwings there. But we're in the same-ish ballpark, you know, in terms of 50p either way. I'm not saying we get a point, but I'm just saying we went too far out. No, no. So, no we knew between... it was around the £2 mark. We just went No to... betwings there. The no second betwings. item. Uh, it's not looking good for betwings. I've just no. been not looking yeah. down there. A pair of socks printed with the image of a packet of Lay's pickled flavour crisps. Eli. You said £2. I said £4. The actual price Ooh, was... Oh, Paul, you're so close to a um, between. It's £3.71. Oh, that's fucking Don't get no bogus. between. It has to be 25p within, and it, you weren't. I'm no, no. So, nothing there. Oh, we're going we're gonna to blank out, this both of us. This is a shit show. After the last episode, This is Adam's fault. He didn't give us a fucking gamut of... He didn't give of, us a top thing, he did he? He didn't give us it's a very a, important, a but I remember, to seem reach. to remember last time we didn't have a, a ballpark either. Just making excuses for us being shit. Yeah, but it doesn't work. No, nope. people have been paying attention. We I didn't haven't. have a ballpark figure last. No episode. one should pay more attention to this pod than we do. And we but don't. we don't. <laughs> That's the problem. We should pay more attention. We need a, a, an encyclopedia, a cheap encyclopedia. Well, listen, Paul. How about this? Is After... there a cheap show Wikipedia type thing? Yeah, but that does. It's not going to be accurate. We need to know what we've covered, especially going forward. You know what? Never we look need to back. Know the record. Never oh, look right. back. Are you ready for the third item? Which is the iron fabric, oh, an iron-on fabric patch with asshole merit thing. Asshole merit badge. Uh, Eli said 75p. I said £1 on the nose. The score is... £2. Fuck me. We are fucking striking out on that all of these. That surprises me, considering the badge was what? £2? 
Not very good quality. I thought that'd be a lot cheaper. Well, we both did. Evidently. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah. Well, I so think we're all going to fucking fuck this up. Rest of this up now. Right, four is a power. Uh, the SpongeBob badge. I said two pound. You said two pound. Also, seventy-seven p. How the fuck is the SpongeBob seventy-seven p? But the Black Knight one is two pound because it's about twice the size. No, but even look. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's not that much bigger, really. It's about twice the area. I mean, don't get me wrong. With seventy-seven you need p, twice that's the nice. enamel paint or whatever, don't you? Oh, I don't know. Anyhow. I don't know. I'm a bit disappointed with that. It seems uneven. Random. Right. There's no. There's too much chaos in Paul, this for me. We both know Eli, this is heading towards utter betwingless disaster. Eli, Bill. this is too much chaos for me in Price of Shite. There are too many variables. I know. This is not a lab situation. It's hard. Kind of Sometimes price of it's shite. hard to get even one betwinger. I've been there, Paul, but yeah. we're both suffering from it now. Because I can tell you right now, neither of us have scored on the last two items. Right, either. great. Here we go. Well, then let's go through the formality of getting this wrong. So, a cushion cover featuring Dave Grohl. I said £5. Eli said 215 83p. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What? This is a fucking shit show. That's... Adam's like the Joker of Price of Shite. He's shite. totally beaten us from beyond the... He's the anarchic... From the An... other side of the podcast. The anarchic crime lord he's of Price of Shite. And, he's... Yeah. and we're just Batman and Robin. We don't know what's going on. Right, finally, the silver and diamond ring with Elvis. Uh, I said 50p, you said 35p. The I answer think... was oh, £87. Oh, oh. No! What? I think you've scored a between. What, what did you say? I said 50p, you said 35 <sighs> We both scored a between there. It was 66p. 35, 45, 65. Yeah, I, yeah, I. 35, Let's 40, do some basic 50, maths. 55. So 63. 66. 66. Hang on. So 66 take away 35 is what? Um, <laughs> it's 31. So you're out then. Oh. And I got 50p and it was 66. So I'm definitely in. Yeah. So that means, Eli, I get a between. And what I want from you is between that. Okay, so imagine this, right? Just for the sake I'm glad of this we didn't both not score, honestly. That I might just have been really depressing. Say, I'm not trying to be all humble. I know. I am glad but that's why I'm, I'm going to milk this between. Uh, so what yeah. I want from you is between that, in terms of emotion, have been building up. It's been trying to express itself for six items, but it was never going to get released. It might have been like between blue balls. I need you to release that between all over my face and neck. So when you're ready, Eli, give me your. Between. Between. No. What? It's you not... know. No. If you I got spaketh, that one between. I spaketh if and you, you the... will receiveth my betwingeth. I will not milly mally with you describing my betwingeth. <laughs> this is how he gets away with murder every week. I don't get a word in edgeways. He has a fucking mental do you breakdown. Me, what do you want me to do? Do it like I'm coming, yeah? Set my, no. Between like I'm coming. No. Here we go. Between. Between. Mate. Is this what you want? Between. I don't want any of those betwings. <laughs> is that what you want? I was just thinking, if, this had, been, if this had been revolved reversed, I would have given you a nice between. I would have been like... Twing. You can and have that, that one. And that's what I was kind of going for. I know, but it was a silly thing. It wasn't going to work. So I this means me nothing to you. Are you saying... basically just saying betwings mean nothing to you then? Oh, Vienna. They mean a lot to me, but I think oh, they but to mean... me, they're, they... they're frivolous. Paul, they mean a lot to me too. They mean a lot to me too, betwings. To with the lamp. And it, it means a lot to me that we you We just look the on same... the positive side. One of us has got out of here with a betwing. And the, the integrity, it's all about the integrity of the Adam, you've ruined the show. Of the institution. Adam's ruined this. It's Adam's he fault. Hasn't. It's not it's ours. The, the institution, it's Adam's fault. It's been tested. The institution is solid. The betwing 
was awarded. Please don't make a scene. I'll give you Adam, any kind if of I see you like. at any live event, I will cut you for this. Ooh, ooh, right? I don't think, what is How it dare you week? bring chaos into our you? podcast? Your tape bringing violence no, I'm into bringing, the podcast. I'm Actual reaching violence. the end of my titty tether. I'm reaching the <laughs> a end. A titty tether? My titty tether. What does that, what's that different from a normal tether? It involves titties. That's it. That's titty tether. It. So you've made no effort there to link somehow titties and tethers. I'm just saying, Adam and you better fucking watch your back because I am, I am, oh, oh. Can I have these socks then? Yeah, you can have the socks. You should model them for I the website. Try them on, yeah. Yeah, model them. Anyway, Adam, thank. Oh god, I nearly was sick in my mouth. Then. Thank you very much, Adam. Thank you very much for those actually really delightful and interesting price of shites. Very good. Thank but, you. But uh, difficult. Difficult, but I walk away with a patwing, and Eli, he don't got a thing. I'm and that's used how to it, we're mate. leaving it. And it. here he is, he's putting on the sock. How is it feeling upon your feet? It's terrible. It's a terrible really, sock. A really terrible thing. So not and only is it I awful to wear. I already feel my foot sort of starting to sweat. Like coming out in a rash. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's... Al- it's itchy already. Yeah. And I don't even have that sensitive skin. No. Not on that part of my body. Why don't you put do you it know where your... I do have sensitive yeah, skin? here we go. Where Poindexter likes to snuffle. No, he doesn't he like likes to. to sh- he struggles to scruggle around right, there. Well, then put your cock in the sock. No. I Give will it, put, put your cock in the there. pickle sock. It's going in the no, other way right, around. Right, okay. Well, this is just you wearing pickle socks with a teddy down your boxers. And this is a it's very... secure feeling. Yeah? Yes. Poindexter's Don't there. draw attention to that area of your body so I have to make eye contact with your slightly... Drippy nubbin. Can you get a tenor point, Dexter, do you think? Like a tenor? tenor? What do you mean, like, absorbs urine? Yes, yeah, so a urine absorbing. Mate, I, <laughs> any teddy you stick down there will absorb anything you throw at it, mate. So stop. Go for stop it. Stop talking about it. Point, Dexter wipes. Teddy-shaped wipes for your fun <laughs> fucking passage. I think we have reached the We've reached now. our fucking bottom. <laughs> We're going to thwop this out again, sorry. Don't thwop nothing. <laughs> oh. Stop the thwop. <laughs> You're right. See, there is a whiffy coming oh, come off. On. Come on. Let's do this. This is it. Right, That's the, the end show. of the episode, mate. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to yet another excuse for a podcast. Uh, if you support us on Patreon, thank you so much. Thank and if you. you're thinking of doing the same, give what you can, if you can, at patreon.com forward slash cheap show. You'll get access to the amazing magazines, the videos, the extra content, the podcasts, all sorts of lovely things. They're all yours. A big box waiting for you to discover. Is the video from the uh, Pagan Spring picnic It will going... be by the time this episode's gone up. It'll be Have you exclusive. reviewed that footage? I'm putting that up tonight after I get home. I'm okay. going to put that up. So thank you, Patreon people. Your donations have literally, your support has literally kept this show afloat during a very difficult year. So thank you so well, much. It's over a difficult year now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah anyway, hopefully... We have, we have, we have done our best to keep the lights on. What else? Your envision. If you still want to enter ah, it and have a crack at it, send your tracks. They must be no longer than two minutes, no shorter than a minute, and send them as a WAV or MP3 to thecheapshow at gmail.com. We can't promise they'll get into the show, but if it turns our favour, you'll be in. I don't uh, know if turns your favour. Turns our favour atops the houses. So you can follow us on Facebook, on Instagram. Look for Cheap Show or Cheap Show Pod. But where we're most active is on Twitter. Mm. I'm at Paul Gannon Show. The podcast is at the Cheap Show Pod. And Eli's... Eli Snoid, spelt E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. Come along, have a chat, have a natter, spread the word. Lots of fun and games. What else have we got to do? Is the there website? fun and games? No, not really. Thecheapshow.co.uk is where you can go to to find every single episode with pictures and videos when necessary. Including photos from this week. Including photos yeah, from this week. i get these socks off, actually. A page for every episode. Uh, what else? Videos and links to oh. all the merch pages. We have our own official logo page. We have Tony's art page. We have events, uh, physical magazines, 
shop for the Cheap Show magazine. It's all there as a link to some videos and a link to Ganonland, which is my YouTube channel, which I've done nothing with in a month. I'll work on that. And I think that's it. Is that what, it? what else do we do usually do? Look at that sock. It's fucked for me having it on for two minutes. Yeah. Uh, listen to the House of Pickle oh, yeah. Sound Show on Soho Radio. You can listen to old episodes Every on their website, we- can't you? Yes. What kind of music can they expect? Funk and soul, disco, boogie, and stuff like that. And I might actually play one of those uh, rainbow tracks next time. Yeah, in a couple of weeks, should. which is in a couple of weeks. I'd listen to that. I've heard it's a good show. Thanks, Paul. I'm just trying to think. Email the chief. Oh, show I know who can come back. Yeah. Marjorie Craddock. Bye, everyone. Yeah. That's it. No, we're done. We're done. She's got m- machines, mate. She's been waiting all episode to show you her machines. Well, go come get her then. All right. Right, he's gone. Bye, everyone. We're done here. No, no, fuck off, Marjorie. Do you like machines, young man? We don't have an ending for this episode. No, we do. We don't. I came back to do the end. Most podcasts just say thank you and goodbye. I don't know what you're talking about, podcasts. All I know about is machines. Important ending. I'm eternally searching for a proper ending to our fucking podcast. Well, we I don't know. have one. This is it. I'm all done. I know is I'm Marjorie Craddock and I have all machines that you're all the leads of the gentleman of I London. I hate your, all of your characters and now you. I'm not going to go. I'm just fucking going to have to hit you. No, what? I'm bored of this. It's going to end in violence. All right, I'm going, young man, back to my machines. I'm going to hit you with this book, Rhythm and Blues, The Death Off by George Nelson. Marjorie Craddock, over and out. Bye. Bye! Bye! She's gone, Paul. She's gone. So is my faith in this podcast. Just press stop, you. It's your low energy.